Hand washing and constant hygiene may be in our lives to stay, but that doesn't mean you have to resort to harsh, industrial-grade hand sanitizer imported from who knows where. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizer and all-natural protective barrier products that nourish your skin while providing essential antibacterial protection. And it's manufactured right here in the U.S. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizers to use when you can't wash your hands. And protective barrier gels and spritz products for extra protection after washing. All of our premium products have been hand formulated with essential oils that are proven in studies to provide extra immunity barrier protection while nourishing the skin. Forcefieldproducts.com has the products for you and your family to be confident in your health and hygiene. Use discount code BRUNO for 10% off to purchase your hand sanitizer and protective barrier products at forcefieldproducts.com. That's forcefieldproducts.com discount code BRUNO. Forcefieldproducts.com discount code BRUNO. Welcome to the program. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Here's what Aaron Rodgers had to say. This is before the Packers selected Jordan Love. Yeah, we haven't picked a skill player in the first round in the last 15 years, so that'd be, that'd be kind of cool. When you move up from 30 to 26, that's not he fell into your lap. Well, you got your skill position player. He's called a quarterback. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. Motivation. Hard to come by on any day. And these days spent locked inside bring a whole new challenge to the motivation game. Stuck getting into your exercise routine at home? It's go time. Go sleeves are compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape for support and comfort that is unprecedented. Just like sheltering at home. With Go Sleeves, aches and pains that are keeping you from much-needed physical activity go away. When exercising actually feels good, there's no better motivation. The kinesiology tape built into Go Sleeves actually lifts and stretches your skin, which accelerates your body's natural ability to heal itself. Get your blood flowing and your energy going today. Just pull on a Go Sleeve and experience what top-performing athletes use to deal with pain and recover from injuries. Visit GhostSleeves.com and use discount code RADIO for 20% off. GhostSleeves.com discount code RADIO. That's G-O-Sleeves.com and enter discount code RADIO. There are those who stand forever ready. Ready to defend the nation. Ready to fight for what matters. No matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at GoArmy.com slash Warriors. The Tony Bruno Show. Tony Bruno and Harry Mays on Sirius XM Channel 211. I might be the only sports host who was hired during the no sports lockdown, which clearly means I'm an essential service. Join me Monday through Friday where we help you escape the monotony and bring a little levity and entertainment into your lives. Great interviews, lots of laughs. We will bring you everything you need and want to know. Catch new episodes of The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app. This is Case Watch, brought to you by the Lawyer to Lawyer Network. Case Watch recognizes the attorneys at Stampone O'Brien Dilsheimer for securing an $8 million award on behalf of a minor who suffered neurological injuries in a motor vehicle accident as a result of a road rage incident, as well as achieving a $3.15 million award on behalf of a worker who sustained catastrophic injuries on a construction site after falling from an unprotected deck. 
Stampone O'Brien Dilsheimer has achieved justice totaling over $350 million on behalf of injury victims across the Delaware Valley. Case Watch is proud to recognize Stampone O'Brien Dilsheimer. Case Watch, in case you didn't know, in case you need to know. Thanks, coronavirus, for shutting down our gyms. That's okay. My new gym is my home gym. And to make sure that aches and pains don't keep me down, I use ghost sleeves to recover from injuries. Ghost sleeves are the only compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape, the same tape used by physical therapists, doctors, and trainers to help you recover from injuries. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and speed up your recovery without a doctor, ibuprofen, or ice. Visit ghostsleeves.com and use discount code RADIO for 20% off. Ghostsleeves.com discount code radio listen to the tony bruno show with harry mays weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m eastern on dan patrick radio channel 211 and with the sirius xm app when you talk about a man who's brewed with a fighting spirit actually can you go in the in the fridge there and grab my modello because this man was featured in the modello commercials with Tony Gonzalez and Roberto Garza. That was a good ad campaign. Great ad campaign. Yeah. And I have one can of Modelo left, and I'm going to pop it open to bring in my good friend, one of my favorite, not only one of the greatest, the GOAT. You can call him the greatest offensive lineman ever. Do you realize that? And he is. I guess I'm a special, too, because he is a special. He is the great. Anthony Munoz, 11 straight Pro Bowls, Hall of Fame at USC, Hall of Fame in the National Football League. 11 straight Pro Bowls, Harry. Yeah, man. 13 years with the Cincinnati Bengals. Moon, how are you, brother? I'm doing great. I tell you what, I was going to ask you, but you said especial. I was going to say negra or especial. You already. Uh, I got the especial because okay. you're, you're an especial guy to That's me. But good. I love all. I love all the modelos. In fact, That's I love. That's right. It's good. That's good. Uh, hey, one name that you mentioned, I got to make a remark on it because he was one of my biggest advocates. What a wonderful man! Great Hall of Fame tackle. You mentioned Mike McCormick, and. Uh, he was a big advocate, as we all know. You probably know he was here in Cincinnati coaching. He, he put a scouting report uh, together for me in my limited playing days at USC that I actually have. It's like four pages of handwritten notes, and it was Mike McCormick, and I'm very thankful wow. for Mike. Uh, of course, God bless us. So we lost Mike. What a wonderful man, but a Hall of Fame tackle also. So yeah. I had to make that comment uh, when you mentioned his name. Well, I remember when you were at USC. That's how old I am, bro. You, <laughs> both are. Your senior <laughs> season, right? You got hurt earlier, hurt your knee, and then you went on to play in the Rose Bowl the same yep. year. Yeah, in fact, uh, it was my third knee operation in four years. Uh, the two previous, freshman, junior year, seven games in this season. The senior year, it was second time we had the football, the opening week in Lubbock, Texas. That time, uh, that was my left leg. I had two on the right. Uh, had surgery, rehabilitated. We won the conference again. We were going to our third Rose Bowl in four years, and I'd get to playing one because of the injuries. And I was determined to play, and I had a chance. Played the entire game as we drove over plus 80-plus yards to, to beat Ohio State. Uh, I don't notice how I don't say the Ohio State. Exactly. Ohio State. Yeah, exactly <laughs> I got to watch right. it because my, my daughter's in the other room, uh, and she played uh, hoop at Ohio State, so I just said, uh, be careful what I say. But, uh, no, so, yeah, I did play in the entire game, and it uh, helped me out uh, uh, in the long run. The great Anthony Munoz. Good to talk to you, man. I saw you in Miami, but you were running through there, so I didn't get a chance to grab you and say hi at the Super Bowl this year. But I, we've seen you so many times over the years, man, and you're just one of my favorites. Not just a great player, not because I know you, 
But you, you have to be, of all the NFL athletes I've ever been fortunate enough to meet, you have to be the most perfect human being. Well, no, I mean, I appreciate that, and those are kind words, but uh, uh, not uh, we'll line them up right here. I got my wife, my daughter, my grandkids. They'll tell you that I'm not perfect. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, you know, it, it's one of the, and I appreciate that, Tony. I love seeing you, and it was great to see you, and it was great when I saw this message that, you know, you're back on radio, and I get a chance to, to talk to you again on the radio. But, uh, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, first of all, you appreciate what you've gone through, where you come from, you know, Southern California, not having a whole lot. Then that adversity I had, as I just talked about in college, uh, getting the chance to go to an NFL camp by the Brown family, and they drafted me. And, you know, just uh, you appreciate things like that. You appreciate people. And, you know, it's one of those things you take uh, 10, 20, 30 seconds to sit and talk to someone and instead of just blowing people off. That's what it's all about. It's the fans. I mean, it's the media, the fans that make it uh, possible for us to do what we're doing. And, uh even now, as an old guy, people still want to talk, and I'm willing to talk. So I appreciate your kindness. Well, Anthony, uh, obviously unprecedented times these last couple of months here in the United States. Tell us about how you and your family have been getting through the last seven, eight weeks. Well, first of all, I'm thankful that I, I've always had uh, – we've had two homes, and uh, I always finish about a third of the basement. I have an exercise weight room. So I have cardio. I have everything I need down there so I can kind of – Submerge myself down there, hit in the basement for a couple hours. So that's helped. I can keep working out every day. My wife and I have just been hanging out. You know, we, uh, uh, April 22nd, not long ago, we celebrated 42 years of marriage. So wow, we're just hanging wow. and having fun. And, you know, we get to, we have, uh, you know, seen our daughter and her husband and uh, grandkids. So they're over right now. We're actually uh, putting together a nice Mexican meal for tonight. Uh, and uh, I don't know, it's some kind of holiday. So I don't know. We're just kind of enjoying some Mexican food. And, I might say, you kind of prompted me. I might have to go to the refrigerator. I think I have a, a six of Modelo left. So, uh, <laughs> Not the Modelo. But, yeah, so just doing that, uh, you know, just kind of trying to, you know, I got a foundation, a couple of small companies, just trying to make sure that, uh, you know, we can keep everybody uh, on staff with the very lean. Everyone is very lean. Uh, we've been able to apply and get the PPP loans, and so that's going to help us, uh, you know, and we, like I said, foundation, I have three full-time, I have a, a corporate apparel promotional company that have five, and then an agency that there's a couple of us. So I've been able to, to really continue to move forward and keep uh, you know, a lot of young staff with families. Uh, and other than that, just uh, now and then we'll go over to the store. Um, I just played uh, probably my seventh or eighth round of golf yesterday. So uh, I'm thankful that the courses have been open throughout the whole time for us here. So, so now, are you uh, in Ontario or Cincinnati? Because you have the home in Cincinnati, obviously, where you play. Yeah, Cincinnati, Cincinnati full-time. Oh, yeah, we're okay. uh, full-time. We stayed here from the beginning right. after I retired. You know, we get to Southern California and uh, we do events. Uh, but, yeah, we don't have an official place there other than, you know, we got a couple of hotels that we, we stay in, good friends. And, then, of course, my family's there and friends. But, yeah, so Cincinnati is home full-time. Uh, we're here. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad because i got some buddies that I play golf with, and uh, we've done everything from my, which has kind of been weird. You know, you ride uh, individually in a cart, and then, uh, you know, things that, something I never do, because for me, golf is not exercise. I do my workouts, so I'm in a cart all the time. I drive a cart, but actually, about two or three rounds, I've, we've had to walk. I said, okay, I'll walk some. I kind of feel good. I guess there's a little push cart. <laughs> like, Wait a minute, I thought and, the uh, governor there shut the state down. You're allowed to play golf in Ohio? Everything but golf. In fact, I had a tea time on a Tuesday morning, and Monday afternoon we got a notice. They said, okay, golf course is closed. Then about a half an hour later, it's okay, they're open. So, yeah, they've, 
They've remained. Everything has been closed except the golf course. I mean, seriously, think about it. You're out there. You're not, you know, you're not that close to people if you walk. And they, they encourage you to get exercise. And what better way to go out and, uh, you know, swing the golf club and walk about, uh, you know, four or five miles on the course. But, yeah, so we've been fortunate here. We've, uh, there's been several courses. I play with my buddy that they've had carts the entire time. And then our, our course, I belong to a TPC course, just opened up this past week and brought out the, the carts. Uh, so uh, now I can get back into riding and, uh, you know. Do but, they... no, it's, it's fun. Do they have the cups obstructed at all, or can you putt the they ball? Do. They, they do. They do. Okay. Yeah, the ball does not go into the cup, uh, so you don't have to reach into the cup. They encourage you. You know, they wipe down everything. Uh, they have tables set outside the club. The clubhouses are closed. Mm-hmm. The, the practice facility is closed. So you get there, and you just, you know, uh, and they, you know, they have hand sanitizer, and they have everything there. And the good thing is they, they did not uh, say you've got to wear a mascot on the golf course. So, right. Uh, <laughs> I've seen people jogging by themselves at the local park, and they're wearing a mask. And I'm thinking, wait, I'd have enough hard enough time breathing with, without a mask, let alone wearing a mask. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so those are you know, and it's just uh, my wife and I have been kind of catching up on some movies and you know, different shows. And uh, you know, I wasn't a big Law and Order guy, but I've been watching all their different Law and Order stuff. And you know, you gotta you gotta throw in a few Hallmark movies in there with your wife. So. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, if, uh, if Robin puts a Hallmark movie on, she goes to another room. I leave that. I actually go outside and walk five miles and say, "I'll come back hey, when I it's guess, all over." With a mask I on. Guess, <laughs> I guess I'm getting a little soft in my old days. What happens, Moon? I mean, you gotta you gotta stay uh, tough, man. You gotta stay tough. Now you, you I'll, mentioned. I'll fight the next one then. <laughs> all right. Now you mentioned, you know, obviously Cincinnati. A lot's been going on there. I mean, the first yeah. overall pick in Joe Burrow. You're obviously really close to the Bengals organization. Yep. You mentioned Paul Brown and that, that they, they, they found you and brought you out there. So what are your thoughts on what's happened there? You know, Andy Dalton is now a Dallas Cowboy, Joe right. Burrow. So as you were living through that during the, you know, this whole pandemic, did you stay in touch? I mean, you grew up because, you know, we talk about Cincinnati Bengal all-timers. You're one of the all-timers. Well, I appreciate that. You know, I, not in – Contact. I mean, I you know I've established a pretty good relationship with Zach. I haven't seen him a whole lot, but just seeing what they're doing, I've really been impressed. You know, last year two and fourteen. Zach's first year was, I mean, you start the season without your stud wide receiver AJ Green. You draft the offensive tackle with the eleventh pick, Jonah Williams, and he didn't even play. Uh, you know, all these injuries, and so here's the thing: I love what they're doing. So you know, in the past, people have complained about free agency. You go out and spend this money, but it's not good money spent. We get all these guys, and the thing I love about what they're doing with free agency in the draft, I believe the culture is turning here. So all, just about every guy they've signed in free agency, you, you guys know free agency is kind of a crapshoot, just like the draft. It might be successful if the teams are coming from. They come here, and it, it might work. Hopefully it does. But every one of these guys they sign has playoff experience. So here's guys that have played for Mike Zimmer in Minnesota, which I'm thrilled about. We have D.J. Reader, I mean, a stud nose tackle, kind of help out Geno who's getting up. So let's start with that first. They spent, what, $150 million bucks, and it looks like they've spent it on some pretty good talent. Now go to the draft. Six of the seven draft picks, all captains in college. One of them a three-time captain. Three of the seven have dads that are high school coaches or coaches. So it's like, okay, you're not only getting some pretty good football players, but these guys are the guys that the teammates – they're not only producing on the field, but their teammates are voting them as leaders on their football team. Uh, their only guy, uh, T. Higgins, he left after his junior year. I talked to Charlie Weiss, Coach Weiss. His 
real good friend with T. Higgins' position coach at Clemson, said if the kid stays for his senior year, there's no doubt he would have been a captain because he's as solid as you get as a player for Clemson Tigers. So, so there's a culture. There's a kind of a – I like what's going on again. you got to go and win football games. Joe Burrow, I'm a big fan. Uh, I think one of the areas that they've struggled with is the offensive line. Now Jonah Williams is healthy. He's going to be a rookie. So we're, it's like we've got two number ones coming in this year, Joe Burrow and Jonah Williams. Jonah Williams was inserted as the starting left tackle before he got hurt. So if he plays the way they believe he can, I mean, stud, work ethic, stud. Then you got Michael Jackson, 6'6", you know, 315, very talented, very athletic. He's going into his second-year left guard. Trey Hopkins, who's nothing but consistent. Then they signed Xavier Shufila from the Cowboys, who has probably 50, 60 starts. And then the right tackle, I think that's going to be the position where they'll need to find out. You know, they, they, they drafted a kid, Hakeem, from Kansas, who's very athletic. Started a lot of games at both right and left tackle. And then they have another guy, Fred Johnson, who played really well towards the end of the season. Big kid. So that's the one area that I think they need to really develop. I mean, when you have a guy like A.J. Green, Trent uh, Boyd, and then you've got Joe Mixon, who's a stud. I mean, this young quarterback is going to have some, some really a pretty good supporting cast around him. And then they've really revamped that defense. You still have guys like Geno Atkins, and you have guys like Carlos Dunlap that kind of you know, have that leadership there. They, they draft, I think, three or four linebackers, and they're all – you know, athletic. They can play inside, they can play outside, they can run. And again, the thing that I love, they're all, they were all captains in, on their college team. So they're leaders. And they, the great thing about this Bengals staff, too, is they coach the, the senior bowl. So some of the, these guys, they got to see close up, they got to see how they worked in the meeting room. Uh, then if they weren't on their team, they got to watch them on the opposing team. So uh, that worked out for them, you know, being in the situation where they are, the number one pick every round. Uh, so, I don't know, again, uh, there's some optimism. Uh, again, as we know, with what's going on with the pandemic, are they going to start on time? But when it, they get rolling, you got to win football games. Yeah, they got a guy uh, that I wanted for the Eagles, Tony, that guy Logan Wilson, the yeah. linebacker yeah. from Wyoming. They yeah. started off the third round with him. Anthony, I think he's the three-time captain, right? Right. Yeah, and he's you know, a stud. He, he, and the experience, he's played cornerback. He's played, you know, so he's played, and, you know, before he got as big as he is now, you know, 240, 250, he was a defensive back. He, he did some specialty things that, uh, yeah, so Logan Wilson, uh, you know, you got the defensive end from Notre Dame and you got, you know, Appalachian State, you know, so these guys can run. But, uh, and then, you know, T. Higgins, man, he's that 6'4 wide receiver. You get him on the big, he's a big fan. He admires, and uh, A.J. Green has been like his guy that he's watched. So now, you know, hopefully, A.J. Green's work ethic on this level will rub off on a young wide receiver like T. Higgins. What do you think about your fellow USC Trojan tackle, Austin Jackson, going to Miami, going to be protecting Tua? I like Austin Jackson. I was kind of hoping that, uh, you know, we had that number one pick and and we weren't going to go lineman anyway, but I was kind of hoping if he did last that first pick in the third, uh, second round that we might be able to take him. But I like him, very athletic, you know, good size, can move extremely well. Uh, I think Miami's done a, a nice job with their draft. Uh, you know, two as healthy like they say is, I, I think they've done a nice job, too, uh, going through. But I, I like uh, Jackson. I've, I've liked him since I first saw him at USC. I still follow the Trojans you know, very, very close. And uh, so, yeah, I, I like him. The great Anthony Munoz. You, you could tell he's getting excited, mm-hmm. especially when you talk about linemen. 
You know, nobody, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. nobody knows linemen better than a Hall of Fame lineman. The greatest lineman, not only in Cincinnati Bengal history, but maybe in NFL history. Well, you're kind. Thank you. Uh, that's that's, you know, that's not the Modelo speaking either, Anthony. That's uh, that's 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 my you know that's how I feel about you, man. It's, well, I appreciate it. Appreciate it. It's great now, hearing your voice, man. Thank you, man. Uh, well, you know we're on Sirius XM now. We're well, on the Dan Patrick Channel. Rich Eisen, Dan Patrick, me on there. Harry Mays, my longtime partner, reuniting again. There's nobody. Nobody's working in sports except we are now. When there's no sports to talk about, <laughs> so that that's uh, I don't know what that says about what's going on, but. So here's a little insight. You probably already know this. Uh, Dan Patrick. So I live 20 miles north of Cincinnati in Mason, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Dan Patrick from Mason, Ohio. Yep. His brother, Mike. Do you know his given name, last name? Yes. Okay, good. Dan, so Mike Pugh, his brother. That's and, right. Uh, Bill Pugh is Dan, his other brother who was a program yeah. director out in San Diego for many, many exactly. years. Exactly. Well, Mike Pugh, his brother's son, Mike Pugh Jr., played football with my son in high school. And then Maggie Pugh, Dan's niece, played, uh, went to the same high school as my daughter. I think they played a little volleyball together. Hmm. So, How uh, about yeah. that knowledge? Yeah, pretty and don't cool. forget, not yeah. far from Dayton, where the great Mike Schmidt uh, was exactly. right. right? Yeah. Dayton, Dayton Fires. Exactly Dayton right. Fires. A lot of yeah. great people yeah. from Ohio. Exactly. Oh, John Glenn. Uh, how about this? So i, I got to share this story. So... We had a couple over for dinner. There's a couple good friends of ours, and they invited another couple over, so they come over. Did you have masks on, by the way? Did you have your damn masks no, this, on? This was, no, this was before. This was like last year. year <laughs> oh, okay. Last. I just want to make sure come you're over. not having too many people this in the house. This was pre-social no, 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 distance. I'll have to send some people over there to break in there and get your <laughs> get that separated. Maximum, maximum 100. No, I'm just kidding. So, uh, <laughs> so we had two couples over, and uh, if I bring out some wine, I knew the gentleman, older gentleman, like Scotch. But we don't. I didn't have Scotch. But I'm going through this stuff that I get for golf tournaments, and I had this tin, and I look, and it's Scotch, and it's from Carnoustie. And I don't know wow. anything about it, and it's this really nice. So I bring it out, and I lay it on the counter, so they get here, and for his wife and the other couple some wine. And I say, I'm not going to say his name yet. I say, I know you like doers, but how about this? So he checks it out. He opens it up. He takes a little glass and has a little glass of the Scotch. He said, man, this is pretty good. And uh, we cork it up. We have dinner, dessert, coffee afterwards. And I said, you got to take this home. I put it back in the tin. And I said, I don't drink scotch. And he says, no, 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 leave it here. Leave it here. We'll be back. And I'm thinking, man, if they come back, that's going to be pretty awesome. I played about four rounds of golf with this guy. Well, he never made it back to our house. So I have this tin with this scotch, one drink out of it. But one drink was taken by Neil Armstrong. No way. Yes. Tim and Carol, his wife, his hmm. widow now. Came over to dinner with our good friends, Tom and Fancy, who introduced. But I played four rounds of golf with Neil. You talk about an amazing, one of the most humble, uh, unassuming, kindest. You know, he just grew right up at Wapakoneta, Ohio, right up 75 here. And, uh, you know, you got the Neil Armstrong Museum up in Wapakoneta. Yep. But, uh, yeah, so uh, it's funny. Real quick story. We played, we played partners. So it was him and I the last, uh, you know, the last six holes, and we're on par five, and it's a long – 17's long par five. And, you know, this time he's like 85. His ball was right down the middle all the time, not very long. So he pulls his driver out. He hits his ball right down the middle, not very long. He comes over and says, Anthony, right there, evidence of my 37-mile-an-hour club head speed. <laughs> <laughs> that was one small step for golf, one large, one huge, major exactly. step for Anthony Munoz on the golf course. Yeah. 
That's, uh, that was great. But, yeah, so, yeah, a lot of those, you know, people here in Ohio, uh, yeah, so we're uh, – and then one other quick one. So my buddy hits a shot, and it's going right towards the green, and there's a, a bunker right in front of it, and it hits the lip of the bunker, and it just trickles back into the bunker. And Neil says, boy, fine, fine line between heroism and disaster. <laughs> exactly right. No, that's a great story. You know, that's you know, that's some people don't realize this because I bust Harry's shops. I play golf, but I haven't played in years. Harry's been uh-huh. out there now like four times already since they opened in Pennsylvania, and you, so many friendships and relationships are made, and business deals uh-huh. are done too on the golf course. Exactly. Yeah. You figure three and a half hours, four hours in a round. You just take your time, Tony. I've gotten some pretty good size checks written for my foundation without asking. Just having a guy in a cart with me and talking, and we talk about, you know, life. We talk about what we're doing now. And, of course, when I start talking about my foundation, it's such a mission and a passion of mine. And the guy later on, a week or two later, I get this check, and I'm like, holy smokes. But you're right. I mean, close deals. You get to, you really get to know people, too. Mm-hmm. You might know somebody for 10, 15 years. You thought you knew them, and then you spend 18 holes with them, and you're like, holy smokes. That's, he's, not who, he's not who I thought he was. <laughs> the great Anthony Munoz, and even though it's a fake holiday, Moon and your family <laughs> celebrating Cinco de Mayo. Isn't that a gringo thing to do, man? <laughs> well, yeah, I know. But, you know, i got to kind of play the act. I just, make sure. I, I just cut up. i got some pork loin, put some salsa in it. Uh, my wife's making some shredded beef. we got some flour corn tortillas. Oh, you know, I think my daughter's mixed up maybe a little margarita mix. So. Any tamales? No fresh tamales? No tamales this time. Usually we do. We have some. Uh, we have a couple places here that uh, they make some pretty good tamales, but we, uh, we opted not to do it. Uh, one of the things we do Christmas Eve, and we've done it for 10, 11 years, is we do a big uh, Mexican food uh, dinner, and, and that is part of the dinner. Tamales have to be part oh, yeah. of it. In honor of my mom, my mom would, would crank out a whole tin can every Christmas Eve, and she, I mean, she'd put the masa on the husk, and she'd make meat ones, and then I didn't really care for the sweet ones, but uh, every Christmas Eve, I, you know, we didn't get a whole lot for Christmas growing up, because we didn't have a whole lot. I don't know what was more exciting for me when those tamales were done, you know, close to midnight, or waking up the next morning and getting our present or two, but uh, I'll tell you what, those she, she had them down. That alone, I've not experienced. I haven't been able to find homemade flour tortillas that compared to hers. I mean, she used to whip them out. You would think she cut them out, but they were so round. She had a rolling pin, man. She'd just roll them yeah. and just roll them out, big old pile, and they just, boom, they'd be gone. You're but making no. me hungry now, Moon. You're making me hungry. <laughs> we got two and a half, two hours and 20 I minutes know, to go. I know, I'm dying here. for <laughs> By the way, that's what I miss about California and Arizona yeah. where Robin lived. Yeah, the good you burritos go out there and stuff. And yeah. the tamales were so, so oh. awesome. Right, Robin? Your dad, yeah. Robin, who lost her dad a couple of months yeah, ago. Yeah, actually, this he, is... He'd go to this one place, he, one place in, Sky, in, in, in and Phoenix. And that was his tradition as well, is Mexican food Christmas Eve. Not, none of the traditional. He, he did all the Mexican. He made the most fantastic tacos and... Uh, Christmas Eve is him standing around the stove making them as fast as he can. Oh, yeah. I always, I always make them kind of just make stuff up, you know, when we're cooking here because I like cook, but I don't have to cook. My wife's such a great cook. I just kind of eat and be careful I don't eat too much. But there's little things I'll make, and I'll take this and that. and kind of, kind of. One of the things I made uh, several years ago, we had some uh, corn tortillas. I took some pet potatoes, fried them real good, oh. threw some chorizo in it, Threw it and put in a taco for my son-in-law. He goes, what is this? I say, just a little treat. You're, you're killing me, Moon. You're killing me. I'm starving. 
And we haven't even started <laughs> drinking tequila yet. Well, oh, it's man. always great to talk to you, man. Thanks so hey, much for coming on. Anytime. You know that. Great talking to you. Take care. There he is, Anthony Munoz, Thanks, Anthony. Hall of Famer and a great, great guy.